Acts 13, starting at verse 1 and then bouncing through the chapter. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a member of the court of Herod the ruler, and Saul, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Paul for the work which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. And then they go preaching. And in one of Paul's sermons, he stands up and says, God raised Jesus from the dead. And for many days he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. And they are now his witnesses to the people. And we bring you the good news that what God has promised to our ancestors, he has fulfilled for us their children, by raising Jesus. He goes on in his speech and sermon, Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, sisters, that through this man, Jesus, forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. By this Jesus, everyone who believes is set free from all those sins from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. As Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people urged them to speak about these things again the next Sabbath. When the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. And then finally in verse 52, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. This too is the word of the Lord. Now, all summer long, we've been telling stories from the Acts of the Apostles, stories about the action of the early church, and this action which continues to this day, to this generation, to us who continue this action. We are in on the action of God. God living in us. God acting in us. And that might be a lot to take to consider this God who's actually in and living with us. But isn't that the heart of the Christian message? That we are in on the action and the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that blew like a fresh wind 2,000 years ago continues to blow afresh upon us. The way we've been talking about the Spirit this summer is a spirit, a presence, an empowering force and energy that shapes, pushes, and energizes. And at different points in the summer, I've invited us to pause and think about how is the Spirit individually or maybe corporately pushing, shaping, and energizing us. I'll just give you 10 seconds to pause with that. How is the Spirit 
shaping, pushing, energizing you in these days. I think about the shaping of a Jesus-shaped community. And we often talk about that here at First Baptist, being a people who are shaped by the presence of Jesus, putting the life of Jesus on display. But the Spirit's also pushing us. The, the Spirit is restless and not always comfortable with status quo. And so I think we, as a community of faith in these days, feel the Spirit pushing us. But then we believe that the Spirit also energizes us, that it's not left to us to do this work, but we believe that there's this living God, this Spirit that's compelling and pushing us. And so in today's story, it's interesting to see how the Spirit is shaping, pushing, energizing, and with a real hands-on story, right? This laying on of hands for Paul and Barnabas. It seems like the spirit is restless and it's pushing Paul and Barnabas out of their town and just like in Acts 1.8, pushing them to towns beyond their reach, even to the ends of the earth. And so this first Sunday in September, as we regather, I thought, let's remind each other, let's push and nudge each other and allow the Spirit to push and nudge us, but also let's be involved. We, we talk about this embodied faith, this faith that has hands and hearts and heads and mouths and conversations and thoughts and dreams and hopes and imagination. We are all called and sent. And so as we enter into a new season, as we enter September, as we enter these weeks and months that we haven't really had together for over two and a half years, what does it look like for us to be called and sent? And if you've been a part of our community over months and years, you know that we do sometimes lay hands on one another and pray. And um, I, I found a picture from... 2009, this week, of us, and I'll pass this around, that's a young Jeremy Kay, (laughs) with people gathered around him in our community of faith and beyond, laying hands on him, praying, affirming his calls to our community of faith, and then sending him, sending him to minister amongst us, week after week, month after month. It's been 14 years. And so God has been faithful in those prayers of calling, those prayers of sending. I think, uh, Evan, you're putting up a picture for the live streamers, and I'm going to hand out these pictures. And there's a few of you in the room here. I won't name any names, Ken Bellows, but uh, some of you are in this picture. But we're all called and sent. Amen? We're all called and sent. I was thinking uh, about different people in our congregation this week, that grade three or grade four student. You're called. 
In, in the creativity boxes that Dawn prepared this week, she has this little pocket mirror that says, God picks you. God chose you. You're called. And because of the prayers of this Jesus-shaped community, and because of the wind of the Spirit, go, go, go. You're sent. Grade three or grade four, go be a blessing in the classrooms and the hallways and the playgrounds where you will be this week. Or we can think of other people. Maybe it's teachers or professors. You're, you're called. And because of this Jesus-shaped community and the wind of the Spirit, you're sent. So go, go, go. Be a blessing in the classrooms and the meeting rooms where you will be called to and sent this week. Custodians, maintenance workers, you're called. And because of this Jesus-shaped community and the wind of the Spirit, you're sent. So go and be a blessing in whatever places or hallways you are called to this week. So let's think about ourselves. Whatever I am, I am many things. I'm I'm a spouse, I'm a father, I'm a, a reverend, I'm a child of God. I'm called. And because of this Jesus-shaped community that has laid hands on my shoulders, I'm sent, and the wind of the Spirit sends me and blows me forth into conversations and caring and meetings and parking lot encounters this week. So go be a blessing because you're called and you're sent. If there's someone near you and they would receive a hand on the shoulder or if you feel like you want to place a hand on their shoulder, why don't you do that? And you don't have to say the words right now, but I'm going to invite Marco and Kathy up front and center and we're going to lay hands on them. Marco is our moderator. Kathy is his partner and spouse, who's going to travel to Italy with Marco this fall. Marco is our church moderator, as I said, but he's leaving for Milan. They're both leaving for Milan on September 8th, returning to us on December 31st, and uh, Marco will be teaching at two universities, University of Milan and the University of Bergamo. Media Communication for Master's Students. But he's going to continue his work as moderator because of technology. We can pull that off, and Church Council is going to support him in that. And other Church Council members who are here, will you come forward and stand around Marco and Kathy? And ministry staff, will you come forward as well? And if the Spirit is nudging you and you just want to be in on this because we're Baptists and Baptists can do that because it's the priesthood of all believers, <laughs> will you come forward too? And, and let's lay hands on Marco and Kathy, but let's, if you're not close to Marco and Kathy, just lay hands on a shoulder near you because we're kind of commission and send 
and bless each other. And if you have someone near you, you might pray this prayer for them as well as you as they press into their calling and their sending this week. And if you feel comfortable, well, you could also put a hand forward towards this crew as a way of being a part of this calling and sending. I'm going to say a short prayer for Marco and Kathy, and then I'm going to pray a prayer that I'm going to invite all of us to pray. Lord Jesus, you go ahead of us, and we're grateful that you are preparing the way for Marco and Kathy to teach and live and be in Italy for a few months. They'll be far from us, but we are going to send prayers that will remind them of this Jesus-shaped community that loves them, that is cheering for them, that is praying for a great time of ministry and teaching, but then a safe return to us. And then together we're going to pray this prayer for First Baptist Church Council ministry staff. And I'll invite you to repeat after me. You are called... You are called because of the prayers of this joyful Jesus-shaped community. Because of the prayers of this joyful Jesus-shaped community. And the Spirit of the living God. Go, be a blessing. In the places and spaces. That you will find yourselves in. And we all say together, Amen.